So welcome to our first episode of the 6 to 3 podcast. I'm your host, Rafael Alvarez, and this is my wife and co-host, Angela Alvarez. Hello. She is currently going to be operating all of the audio and video equipment and trying to learn that. I'm the geek in the family. She's just trying to help out with this podcast, and hopefully things will start running smoother than this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Something for you guys to be aware of, you know, on top of our jitters for this being our first episode. If you hear some stuff in the background, rustling around, a little jingling, um, meowing, that is our our studio asshole. His name is Fido. <laughs> um, it's our cat. If we lock him out of the room, he's going to start causing a ruckus because... That's what he does. Yeah. Angela's not allowed to be up here without him up here. I can't go anywhere without him. Uh, yeah. He he believes that Angela is in his control and she needs to do what she's told. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we'll show you a picture of him right here. Um, he's got a little issue with his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> like any male he yes. has problems yeah he's he's got a big issue with his wiener it almost killed him so we used to have a dog about a year ago that passed away but fidel has since we brought him home has been trying to dominate that dog and part of his means of dominance was to drink from the dog's water dish strictly just to show that this doesn't belong to you so When the dog passed away, he decided that he didn't need to drink water anymore. And as a result, had a urinary tract issue, some, I don't know, what are those things called? He had some crystals. Yeah, some crystals in his wiener. They weren't in his wiener. So he was mining for crystals. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, anyways, it almost killed him. We had to take him to the vet and spend an absurd amount of money to get them to, you know, get that stuff out of his wiener and, uh, flush them out and then they give us a prescription food that's supposed to help with it and apparently we can only get that from chewy that's like the cheapest place but it's still absurdly expensive and as a thank you i guess i don't really know why yesterday they sent us this painting of him yes so this is the little portrait they sent us of our little dictator we didn't ask for it they just sent it to us saying you know base i guess it's their way of saying to us, thank you for buying their expensive food. Yeah. I guess. And I guess it's it's signed on the back, so I guess somebody painted it. And by the way, we're not sponsored by them, but we're just talking about it. So he's a super rare breed. Um, it's called a Havana Brown. And for those that don't know, I'm half Cuban. And I ran across him when I was back in Arizona doing deliveries for um, pretty much all the veterinary offices in Arizona. 
He forced yeah. me to adopt him. Yeah, they didn't force her. He like, did too. Like I ever have to force her to take animals. So. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he does sometimes. So anyway, um, I went into the place and he was an orphaned kitty and he was, he happened to become what he is by accident. So Havana Brown is basically, you're mixing a Siamese cat with a traditional black cat. And sometimes they come out solid brown. And that happened with him. So after doing some research and figuring out what he was and discovering he was a Havana Brown, I was like, I got to have him. We got to take him. So I called up Angela and I was like, hey, look this up. Found one of these cats. We should go look at it. And then next thing you know, we got him. So he's been a punk ever since. Yeah, he's been a punk ever since. And he will, without Without question, he'll probably rear his ugly face in some of the podcasts in the future. So, and he's one part of our zoo. Um, we have an, an adopted part of our zoo that decided to um, violate Angela this morning and try to go down her rabbit hole. He was not trying to go down the rabbit hole. I was in there cleaning out his cage, seeing that nobody else will do it, and he decided to... Bite my ass. He okay. was trying to go in a rabbit no, hole. No, he thought my ass was nice and wanted a piece of it. So, so there. He's a rabbit. Um, house bunny. So we live out in the woods, kind of. It's, it's rural, but it's not like really super wooded. But there's wild animals all over the place here in central New York. So um, one day on the way home from work, we were pulled into the driveway. And it's not uncommon for us to see rabbits and squirrels and stuff like that in the yard. And... This particular day, there was a bunny underneath the, one of the cars in the yard. So, And I was looking at it, and I was like, that's not one of the normal bunnies. That's That looks like a house bunny. So she didn't believe me. We waited for a second. He comes stumbling out of underneath the car. And, and sure enough, it was a house bunny. So then we went fishing for bunnies. <laughs> yeah, we decided the only way we could catch them was with a fishing net. Yeah. So... I had gotten a boat and it had a fishing net in there and we we're trying to figure out how to get him because he wasn't like super running from us. He would just kind of hop off in one direction and just kind of keep his distance. So we got the fishing net, we wrangled him up, brought him inside the house and he's our adopted stepchild, I guess, at this point. He would be a redheaded stepchild, but he's brown. Yeah, she's racist. Oh yeah, that's why I like... <laughs> have a brown man and brown animals because I'm racist, right? It is. Yeah. I prefer brown. (laughs) So I'm racist over everything else, right? (laughs) She's outnumbered by the brown things in this house apparently at this point. Well, good thing I have harmony. Yeah. She thinks we're we're slaves or servants or something. So our, our last pet that we have is harmony, which is a ferret and very, very sweet little lick your face type of loving and snuggling type of animal. She's not nearly as rowdy as ferrets typically are. Um, She's just always trying to snuggle with the cat or with the bunny or with Angela or lick my face or whatever. She does get get into stealing stuff, but you guys won't see her. So anyway, that's our zoo. And yeah. So. What's in the name? Well, yeah, we can talk about the name, but let's 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 talk about our jitters first off. Um, ignore that. We're gonna get over it. We're gonna work through this. The podcast's gonna get better. 
this whole thing is going to get decorated and you know personalized and stuff like that so any any kind of issues we're having here on our first podcast just bear with us so let's talk about the name of the podcast so this is something that angela suggested suggested well i suggested a lot this is the only one that suggests a lot i have the paper to prove it i suggested (laughs) i suggested a lot this was the only one that you wanted to go with yeah so we needed a name for the podcast that was wasn't significant towards the content okay um, the content on this podcast is going to vary greatly whether we're talking about pets one minute or we're talking about your ass my ass, ass next minute or what, whatever it may be it's going to be very broad and spectrum um, so I wanted a podcast name that was going to not pigeonhole us into a title and uh, you know a group in regards to content. So um, I'll let Angela explain what the significance is behind six to three. Well, I was trying to think of something that had to do with where we've been, where we're at now, where we're going. And so we moved from Phoenix, Arizona to central New York. So if you're familiar with Phoenix, Arizona, you know that the main area code is 602. And then if you're familiar with central New York, you know the main area code is 315. So we went from 6 to 3. And that's kind of how I came up with that. Which is also kind of neat, too, because, you know, my cell phone number area code is an Arizona area code. But one of the area codes in Arizona is 623. Um, However, this is not six two as a number it's two as in the word like traveling to um anyway that's the significance behind the name um like i said very generic and and it's it's going to serve its purpose and and that's that so um the plan for each episode is is pretty simple we're going to have some segments that we're going to have viewers involved in um if you guys head over to the 6 to 3 Facebook page, we'll be able to um, show you guys where that is. So there's a 6 to 3 Facebook page. Um, there's a video right there under the highlight or spotlights that will give you the instructions on how to do some you know viewer submissions so i'm not going to get into how to do that but basically they're going to be video submissions photographs or just written submissions for the for, for the segments and we're currently also taking submissions for segment ideas so the two segments that we're going to get into in this one is um one called i like project of the week and then another one called you did what so, um, let's get into that first segment. So, what ILAC is, is another project that I had started a while back. And basically, ILAC stands for Inspiring Lives, Activity, and Creativity. So, um, the butterfly in the logo is significant to me, myself, because it my mother was into butterflies and she passed away when I was a kid. And that's you know kind of my memorial to her. And basically the whole premise behind ILAC is to help inspire the viewers to be able to get out and do something. Um, projects around the house, hobbies, 
Um, go out and explore, go on vacations, check out new things, try new stuff. Um, basically, get out of your comfort zone and, and try things. So, um, you know, you're going to have some content specifically delegated to ILAC on this channel, and you guys will see that in the future. But for now, let's get into the ILAC project of the week. So we got a couple of pictures here to show you guys. This one here on the right is basically our studio. Um, what I want, you know, this this whole thing is just to show you guys an idea of how we want these segments. So this was a project we did here in the house. So this is a room above our kitchen. It's got a private stairwell that goes straight to this room. There's no other access to it and no other rooms on the second floor that have access to that stairwell. Um, it's kind of been a catch-all for clutter since we moved into this house, which was almost two years ago now. Yeah. And my daughter, you know, all, all, both of our kids are moved out of the house at this point. But my daughter came back and was staying with us for a while, and she was staying up in this room. And it was, you know, pretty messy, you know, because we have our clutter up there. We had her clutter up there. And, you know, now that she moved out and, you know, our other daughter moved out, we basically, my goal was to turn this back into an office, which is what it was designated for. Um I was listening to some podcasts, which I, I do all the time, and, you know, I, I've always wanted to implement a podcast into the content that I'm creating for YouTube, and I wasn't sh quite sure how to do it, and that podcast inspired me to be able to turn this room into a podcast studio and, and basically make all the changes that I'm doing to the channel now so you can see in the lower picture what it used to look like the previous owner had painted this room those colors from for some strange reason she was kind of into really bold colored paints she was a strange lady she painted everything weird yeah you know I, i'm not sure what was going on there you know her living room was super dark red um almost like blood red and you know our bathroom was a, like a navy blue and this room was that lavender color we have another room that's lavender color there it's, were three rooms that were lavender yeah actually three rooms that were lavender lavender color so we've been gradually going from room to room and remodeling um, we're currently still in the middle of remodeling our living room um, winter kind of got in the way of that but this room i decided to knock out because it was going to be a simple simple build i guess you can say most of it was patching holes in the wall um, over on the left where you see that blue trim that used to be a closet that was partially torn down before we moved into the house so i had to finish tearing it down and then just do a lot of drywall work to to smooth out those transitions on the walls, we have indoor-outdoor carpet. For those that don't understand what that is, that's simply just a deadened sound. Um, initially, when I was doing audio tests in this room, it wasn't too bad. Um, we didn't get a lot of reverberation here, but there was a ton of clutter. And once I started clearing the clutter out of here, it got noticeably worse <laughs> to the point where I was like, this is not going to be acceptable. So um, trying to do things on the cheap, um, and because these ceiling, you know, the ceiling in this has sloped down pretty, pretty dramatically and I'm a tall person, I didn't want to put anything on there that would make the ceiling even lower and then I'm crashing my head on it. So I decided to get some indoor outdoor carpet and staple it to the ceiling and 
hoped it would work. And, you know, you guys are listening to it now, so hopefully it sounds pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not perfect, and we're going to add a little bit more sound deadening in this room to try to, to clean up the, the little bit of excess, but it definitely helps. So, um, you know, we got that table in from... It was a Facebook Marketplace purchase. It's probably going to go away because I've got a table project that, you know, we're going to replace it with. And you guys will see some videos on that later. And Sooner or later. Sooner or later. And if you switch over to the other picture. So this is kind of a close up of where Angela's at. You know, you got the equipment there. We got three monitors. There's actually four monitors. One's on the, on the end of the table that I'm currently looking at because it's easier for me to see. It's a clone of the right hand monitor. And then that little monitor off to the left is simply just there because of the room I have. Um, it'll eventually be replaced, but it's to control the multi-view functions and OBS software, which is what we're using to record this podcast. And then the, you know, that big audio controller on the left, that is a Rodecaster Pro. That's what we're using to bring in all the audio in and to play our little sound effects and stuff like that. And the device on the right is an Atom Mini, which is a live video switcher. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, that's for like broadcast television, except for this is on a budget. It's like 300 bucks, super affordable. You know, I know some of you guys may not think $300 affordable, but when you factor in what stuff like that normally costs, it's, it's very affordable. So that'll let me switch four cameras. We only have currently three in the studio. Plan on getting a fourth and a couple more super affordable lights for the studio. And yeah, that's pretty much it for our iLac project of the week. So our next same segment uh, that we're going to get into is called You Did What? So what this segment is for, it's basically... Us snitching on ourselves. <laughs> um, some pretty outlandish things that maybe you've done in the past week. Submit it. Video submissions. It's better for you to, you know, for all of us to hear your own story. Or you can do just strictly audio submissions. Or, or we can read it if you prefer. But first up is my story. So my story involves an incident that took place in Buffalo, New York. When was that? About two years ago, I think. Um, roughly, yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit before we moved into this house. Um, we were out there for a UFC fight. It was Jones versus um, Anthony Johnson. And we were out there for the whole weekend and everything. And, you know, the last day there, Sunday, we decided to go around and do some sightseeing because we never really explored Buffalo too much since we moved to New York. And... You know, we had gone to eat and everything, and Angela decided she wanted to go to a candy store. Um, this candy store is really fancy, and it's like a, a tourist attraction, I guess you can call it, for the, for the locals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and For discretion, your discretion, we won't say the name. Yeah, we were not going to say the name of this place. <laughs> so there was an incident that took place at this said candy store. Because Angela made us eat prior to. and Don't blame it's her your fault. bowel movements on me <laughs> at all. It is definitely her fault. No. Nope. So, actually, it's this little kid's fault. I mean, we can blame it. The kid had to have been like, I don't know, maybe 10, 12, something like that. Somewhere in that age. 
We go into this place. I've got to go to the bathroom. It's it's an emergency. We're not going to make it to another stop. So I'm like, fine. I go running into this place and bathroom's occupied. And I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, how long am I going to have to sit here and try to pretend like there's not a problem happening? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually this little kid comes out of the bathroom. And I'm like, fine. And I go in there. This bathroom isn't like a typical, you know, restaurant or something facility where you got multiple stalls stalls this is like you know a home that was built in the early 1900s that they barely made past code to be able to be considered a public restroom and i go in there and it's really cramped little space and I, one toilet and i look in there and i'm like you motherfucker <laughs> this little kid had pooped in this toilet and filled it up with toilet paper and walked out of there maybe he didn't do it maybe it was like that when he walked in that's bullshit i know how kids are <laughs> <laughs> so i don't have a choice i gotta use this thing so the decisions i had to make were pretty simple either i could add to the collection or i could flush this toilet and if it overflows, I'm responsible for the flooded bathroom. And now I don't have a place to go to the bathroom. So that wasn't an option for me. So I decided to add to the collection. Well, hang on. Was there a trash can in there? I wasn't going to scoop it out. No, I mean, you could have shit in the trash can. No, I'm not going to shit. <laughs> See, you, you, this is what I'm talking about. This is definitely her fault. No, I'm trying to give she's him a, options. She's a bad influence. No. Nope. And she just told me to shit in the trash can and you heard it. So, problem solving. <laughs> just problem solving. That's it. So, anyway, I decided to add to the collection and, you know, put the cherry on the toppings on the ice cream. And I do what I got to do, and then I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, so now what do I do here? I could walk out of here just like the kid did, and now we have, you know, a mountain going on. Or I could try to be nice and see if this thing will actually flush. And I shouldn't have been nice. I opted to flush this toilet, and that's when everything went chaotic. So... As everything is floating towards the brim of this toilet and getting ready to erupt like Mount St. Helens. What an image. I decided it's time to get the hell out of this candy store. And this toilet starts overflowing as I'm heading down the hallway and starts coming out of the bathroom door. So I run out into the lobby and I'm like, we got to go right now. And I'm thinking, like, what happened? I don't even know what's going on. I'm standing there eating candy, and he's telling me we got to go. Yeah, so we run out of this place as it's flooding into the lobby and get the hell out of there as fast as possible. And now we're probably not welcome back at this candy store because of this child and Angela. So. I can't take him anywhere. <laughs> that's my story. Now, here's Angela's. My story is clean. And it's, there is no destruction of property involved it's just in my story. Totally inappropriate. It is not inappropriate. It was factual. My story is factual. It's and rude. It is. It was helping somebody out. <laughs> it was. I was being helpful. I was at work late one evening because I had to be manager on duty, and I was at the desk. No, it doesn't involve duty. No, it, my stories don't involve duty. She's a liar. 
No, I'm not. She just had the rabbit trying to go into her duty hole. I was cleaning up his duty. <laughs> See? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was at the desk with my coworkers, and one of my clients comes up to the desk, and he's complaining he's bored. So just out of nowhere, I blurt out, well, if you're bored, go snuggle some crack babies. <laughs> Of course, he's like, what the hell? And my coworkers are dying laughing. And I'm trying to explain to them that snuggling crack babies is a real thing. Like, if you Google it, I will show you. Like, So the first question is, what race was this individual? Because this could be taken as a very racist comment coming from a very white cracker. Well, first... <laughs> First off, he was a little short white guy. And okay. if you ask my coworkers that are not white, they will say the same thing that I am not white compared in comparison. So there. That's just because you're slightly ghetto, but she's still you guys see it. You guys can see her on camera. She's she's a lighter a, shade of brown. That's what they say. You know, whatever. A darker shade of paper. <laughs> Regardless, if you look, see if you Google yeah. snuggling crack babies, you get many websites <laughs> such as this one that you can volunteer at different hospitals. Oh, look at this. See? You so, can volunteer to snuggle drug addicted babies. So it's a real thing. He could have went and done this if he was bored. Anybody yeah. can go do this. Now, how did you discover this? I said, it was something that popped up in a news article at one point. Just and randomly? Usually when things pop up in, at random, it's because of things that you searched or your internet history. So I'm just curious on how you randomly discovered snuggling crack babies. I don't, it probably came up on a Facebook feed because somebody shared it and, and then it just stuck. <laughs> so there. You can literally <laughs> snuggle crack babies. So for anybody that's bored... Go do that. It'll help everybody. Yeah. So, and I know for those of you guys that are oversensitive, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast, number one. And number two, Always has to this, be a is, number this two. is not funny because it's crack babies. This is funny because who in their right mind would tell a coworker that they need to go snuggle crack babies because they're bored? Well, he wasn't a coworker. He was one of my clients. Oh, that's even worse. He was one of my clients. That's definitely even worse. Why is it worse? <laughs> because I say all sorts of inappropriate things to my coworkers, and that's just what they get. But to say that to a client, that's a that's next level. Well, he's used to it. I don't say bad things to my customers or clients, so. No, he reserves those for those that um, know him better. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, don't whatever. So that's her story. And I'm sticking to it. We want to hear your stories. So please, please, especially that segment, because I think they're fun. And I want to hear what kind of crazy crap you guys have got going on in your worlds. So if you guys head over to the 6 to 3 podcast Facebook page, um, you'll see right here, this is what it looks like. Um, for some reason, I'm having an issue where I'm doing the search for 6 to 3 podcast. It's not popping up. I made some changes to it. Um and maybe Facebook's just taking a while to catch up. So you'll find it. You may not be able to click on, you know, pages to find it that way. Just do posts and everything in your search so that you can see the things that I posted and then you'll find it. Go over there, click on it, and there's a, right there on the, the spotlight video. That video right there is 
talking about how to do viewer submissions for the segments on the podcast. Um, we're also taking suggestions for other segments. Make so, sure they're not lame. We don't want your lame suggestions. Yeah, we want we want good, entertaining suggestions for segments, and and we're going to implement them. And you know, like I said, this is this is our first go at this, so there's things that I want to implement into the podcast that are definitely going to improve the quality. But you know, if I sat there and tried to perfect this thing before we got going, we would never get this going. So I just decided, you know what, we got enough to get going now, and we're going to run with it. And we'll grow as this continues to be delivered to you guys. So, um, so yeah, head over there, submit your submissions for the segments, and you know, send us your, you know, your projects that you're working on. And we don't care what it is. You know, if you're doing, you know, remodeling in your house, you're doing some gardening, you got whatever kind of project going on at home. Maybe it's some artwork. Maybe. You know, maybe you're a musician and you're working on some music-related stuff and you want to share it with us. Or you're painting portraits you're of cats. You're painting portraits of cats or, you know, rabbits going down the rabbit hole. Whatever whatever you guys want to do, submit it. You know, if you're doing woodworking, you got shops at home. Maybe you want... you're rebuilding a bathroom after somebody destroyed it. Yeah, maybe you're doing plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe you just want to show off your, your workshops. You know, we're, we're open to seeing that too. So um, make those submissions and we will hopefully approve them and bring it to you in our next episode. So um, let's talk about future episodes and how we're going to try to do this. So basically to start, we're going to try to bring you guys an episode every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern time every other week. Um, we don't want to do it weekly just yet because I don't want to oversaturate my channel with six to three podcasts because there is other content that you guys are expecting from Alvarez Metalworks and, you know, the other projects that I do. I know you don't want to just hear me flapping my lips, but you know, this is all going to get weaved together. And as I can get closer to summertime, you're going to start seeing a lot more projects because we're here in, in New York, you guys have to understand that I'm contending with weather when it comes to project videos. and So unless you want to watch us build a snowman every couple of months. Yeah, or watch me, you know, using my new snow tractor or whatever. I have a Bullens 1402. It's not new, it's old, but it's new to me that I use to snow blow the driveway. Unless you're interested in watching me do stuff like that, there's not really anything going on project-wise in the shops. So, um, like I said, we've been in this property for about two years now almost, and in April it'll be two years. And <clears throat> unfortunately, the shops are not in a position for me to work in them during the winter yet. Um, it's super cold in there. I've got heat in one of them where I have the wood shop in, but it literally just goes right out the ceiling because the ceiling is, you know, the roof because it's not insulated. And then there's, you know, attic space vents and stuff like that. And it just, it's not efficient. And we're running propane out here for, for heat. And, you know, until I get all that addressed, I'm not going to be doing work out there in the winter time. Um, the other shop is my three car garage and, you know, that's not heated at all. And that's where all my welding and fabrication equipment's at. So, um, bear with me. Like I said, as you know, I'm going to put out some videos as far as reviews 
product reviews and maybe some smaller project videos, but nothing super significant until it starts warming up around here. Um, in the future, we're going to put out a schedule for everything. I'm going to make it a point to bring out Alvarez Metalwork content, ILAC content, and 6 to 3 podcast content on schedule. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'll probably have everything delegated to every other week um, just to kind of keep things a little easier for me because I do have a full-time job. And we also want to bring in guests to this podcast. So um, juggling all of that is, is pretty difficult, but we're going to do our best to make it happen. Um, as far as guests are concerned, we're looking at bringing I don't want to say unknown people, but they're not famous people, okay? Nobody knows who I am, so the idea that I'm going to get famous people on this podcast is just highly unlikely, especially to start with. Um, but even if I was famous, I still want to bring in some casual, regular people and, you know, showcase what it is that they do for work and <clears throat> talk to them just about random subjects and get them involved in the viewer, you know, the viewer segments and things like that and just have fun with this. So um, no, no real subject matter at hand other than the segments and, you know, talking to future guests about what it is that they do and everything else is going to be pretty much random. Um, I'm going to be talking to a couple friends of mine and seeing if we can get a third co-host in here. Our ghost, our ghost. Our guest host. That's what she wants to call it. <laughs> I think it's an adequate name. Um, yeah. Don't you agree? Guest host. They're yeah, a ghost. Yeah, I guess it flows. You guys will have to chime in and tell me if you think that's tell bullshit me, or not. Tell him if you agree with my, me. That's fine. <laughs> tell him you agree with me. So at the table here, we have another seat. We got cameras for it and stuff like that. So... Um, I think it would be a lot more beneficial to to move the conversation forward if we had a third person in here, especially a person that doesn't live with us that can just, you know, we could talk and, and make things happen. Another person to, to bounce stuff off of and play along with. So You want somebody else to play with? Yes, I want somebody else to play with. So let me talk to you guys quickly about why, I, you know, I, I know I put out a video talking about the changes and why I'm doing this. Um, for those that don't understand it and they think that this is something that I'm just completely changing my content up on my channel and I'm going to ruin it, I'm not. Now, I may ruin it for some people and I apologize, but that's just going to be the way it goes. Um, there's a trend starting to happen for YouTube channels and I've been thinking about this for quite a long time. I just didn't know how I was going to implement it. <clears throat> Uvision Media was created back when I initially was thinking about this. And basically, I wanted to treat that. Well, initially, it was going to be a magazine. But eventually, the idea was to turn that into a network for video for YouTube channels. And I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. I was thinking about doing it in a way where... All the I would have a bunch of separate YouTube channels and they would be all released under a different website called Uvision Media, but that's just not practical because social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube have pretty much destroyed you know personal websites. So 
rather than going against the grain, I decided let me figure out a way to flow with what is actually happening and so that I'm not trying to venture out on my own path, I guess you can say, literally just trying to adapt to what, what's currently going on. And, you know, I was listening to another podcast by an artist that I'm a big fan of named Joseph Arthur, and he had a guest on there. I forget the guy's last name. His first name was Ralph. Um, he's got a podcasting network down in New York City. And I started listening to him and you know, they had a conversation about dividing up the content that Joseph Arthur was planning to bring to his channel. And he suggested that he not do that, that the podcast or that his YouTube channel was way too new to divide up the content, to just put it all together and divvy it out on schedule. And that would help the viewers, you guys, help to understand and sort through the stuff that they want to see versus the stuff that they don't want to see. So when I was thinking about that, and basically my idea was very similar. Rebrand my channel because having a 6 to 3 podcast out under Alvarez Metalworks just didn't seem like a practical thing to do. So rebranding the, the podcast or the YouTube channel was a must. And then bringing in all the content labeled as individual shows, I guess you can say. Kind of like network television. So... In the process of me thinking about this, I've noticed that a lot of other super popular, specifically podcast YouTube channels are starting to do the same thing. Um, now, their content is still podcast related, but it's not their podcast. So like a for instance, if you guys are familiar with your mom's house podcast, which is Bert, or not Bert, Tom Segura and Christina P. They're both comedians, husband and wife combination. They've transformed their YouTube channel into something that is now a network where they have two, actually three other podcasts being hosted out of a studio that they built and aired via YouTube under the Your Mom's House network titled YouTube channel. Um, this is exactly what I'm talking about, except for mine's going to be a little bit more blue-colored on the content because Alvarez Metalworks is not going anywhere, and then ILAC is definitely a lot of you know project-based stuff and traveling and, and whatnot. And I may bring in some more content as well, but... Um, like I said, bear with us for the, you know, this transitional period. We'll, f we'll get it figured out and we're going to get on schedule. We're going to be bringing you guys content on schedule and that's that. So, um, we missing anything that we need to talk about? Um, I don't think there's anything we need to talk about. Yeah. Let me look at my notes here real quick. We already talked about um, our segments, blah, 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 blah. That'll take a while because you actually have to read something. Yeah, and I get, oh, so that you guys know. I'm dyslexic, and I have processing issues because I'm slightly retarded. So, <laughs> if you want something to be read... Um, While I'm talking to you guys, my brain just totally shuts down. My eyes are looking at stuff and not functioning. So... <laughs> that's why. So, any of the books you see in the background, those are mine. They're not all hers. Okay, I, three got, of them I've got a you. few books in here. One of them is a picture book. No, it's not. It's a parts catalog called McMaster Car. 
Okay, then you have two picture books if you count the art book and the parts oh. book doesn't count. That's well, just there that's, by accident. I guess a, that's not a picture book. That's art. That's different. It's still pictures. Anyways, whatever. Whatever. So she's alluding to me not reading. And I do read sometimes, but it is definitely difficult with being dyslexic. So anyway, um, and I think that's pretty much what we're going to leave this at. So thank you guys for watching you know i hope you got through our whole first podcast and you know hopefully this gets a little bit more entertaining for you guys and the content gets better but we wanted to get the first one knocked out and remember to head over to the six to three facebook page like us head over to instagram follow us on instagram and yeah i will talk to you guys later